Hey guys, Coach Sean here, and welcome to a special episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Special as in it may pertain to very little of you listening to it, because this episode we're going to talk about specifically about um, two different nutrition options we're going to do for my bootcamp members and my online challengers as well. Um, we're going to be talking about the bootcamp nutrition diet and the Shape My Plan diet and um, Shape My Plan meal plan options. So I just want to get out of the way real quick in case you're listening to this looking for, you know, just general nutrition advice is going to be more specific to that so if you're one of those two great fantastic keep on listening hopefully you get something out of this and um, obviously email me if you're confused with anything i say here because i tend to go on rants here and there just like i am right now but otherwise um feel free to listen in if you want but just give you a heads up before we get started that's what we're doing so what i'm going to do is i'm going to talk quickly about what shape my plan is and what the boot camp um nutrition diet is that we've been running for the last eight nine years through booty camp and once I explain that, I'll go through them in, in more detail. And then it's pretty much up to you which one you pick. Before I get started on those two, actually, just going on a quick little rant. With it being January, you're going to get a ton of different, you know, uh, things up on social media, on uh, whatever, newspapers, whatever, but this diet being the best, this diet being the best. Like I, re- I read last night that this is World Carnivore Month basically world carnivore diet month which is uh, basically just eating meat um mostly meat no veg no nothing like that and they promote that way of eating and then the other side of it is it's also veganary i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right veganary basically mean it's world vegan month so the complete opposites um it's this time so you could see on social media just it depends on who you're following whatever just just constant stupid arguments between complete opposite sides it's pretty much like the uh the political version of i don't know uh like watching the american debates all over again we just have complete opposing views and you know there's no middle ground between the two and my point is that there's gonna be so many different kind of people out there saying no juice cleanses are good for you they're not um, <laughs> see i started already on it uh, you can find a balance in it, i suppose but just having um one complete side of it being like this is the only way at the end of the day they're all different techniques for reducing your calories that's what they all do the bottom line is they all find a way even the two different options i'm going to show you today when you break them down they're all about just trying to lower your overall calorie consumption there are different techniques for doing that and it's completely up to you on what suits you and your lifestyle so bear that in mind when you're listening to this or watching this whatever way you're, you're viewing this content and bear that in mind when you're seeing and reading everything else this whole new year new you and all this kind of stuff that it all comes down to what you feel you can sustainably do, what you think you can adhere to. For example, let's just go to, to vegan straight away. If you love your steak, if you love your chicken, if you if you can't imagine a meal without having meat, and all of a sudden you watch something like Game Changers on Netflix, and you're like, oh my God, I, the only way that I'm going to be fit and healthy is by going vegan, where it goes completely against what you always eat, well then you're more likely going to fail at. Now, if, if you have different reasons for being a vegan and you take a step-by-step and you go, okay, well, I'm going to have just one meal a day um, not having any meat or, you know, not a one day not having any meat or anything like that and being a complete vegan and then slowly introducing it, well, then, yes, it's very possible to go complete the pardon the pun on a cold turkey on it. I don't know if you can use cold turkey as a pun for vegan, but anyway, uh, to go complete cold turkey on it 
it's 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 gonna be very very hard to do so take that approach everything just slow steady progress with it you have a whole year to achieve your 2021 goals don't try and do everything in january pretty much slowly change your habits step by step rather than just going straight into it Okay, I've, I've talked a fair bit now without actually giving any nutrition content. So basically, what we're going to do is I'll explain the two different options. So the, the Booty Camp Nutrition Diet, one that I've done a fair few times over the years that I've found great success with, is it's pretty much an elimination diet. So it's very difficult in week one. Um, a low carb diet pretty much you're taking away pretty much all carbs all refined sugars all the rest like that um and then we slowly add stuff in over the week so week one is by far the toughest phase and i'll get talking in a few minutes on, on why it's the toughest phase so eliminate all carbs all processed foods and mainly proteins and fats for the first week and then we introduce dairy and fruit and stuff like that uh i always say this but i've said again just because fruit is not in week one doesn't mean we're saying week one that diet is not fruit is not good for you and there's a reason why it's eliminated but it doesn't mean that fruit is bad for you i'm not saying fruit is bad for you so just get that out of the way real quick so the idea is there's a big weight loss in week one you can lose anywhere from three to seven pounds in that one easily in that first week and then the rest of the weeks but maintaining to find the right food for you and building a food plan for long-term success um shape my plan is the other option so basically you shape my plan you input how many calories you want to have you input input your your protein intake carbs and fat as well if you want and i'll be going through exactly how you do that in a couple of minutes um and then you get different customized meal plans through shape my plan and you decide which meals you want get a shopping list through that and then you don't have to worry about calories you don't have to worry about um overeating or anything like that because it's already done for you it's already decided how many calories is in this meal how much protein and stuff is in this meal you just got to go with it uh, print out your shopping list buy it cook it and and away you go you don't have to think about it so the one thing i like with these two options is there's not too much calorie thinking throughout the day uh, uh for example one thing i hate i know i'm going off another tangent in this and um, let's take my fitness pal for example a lot of us have these you know fitbits or garmin watches whatever and i said you burnt let's say 400 calories doing a session one you haven't because there's a lot more nuances in that say you've definitely burned 400 calories or something but let's say you have and you go into my fitness plan you're going for calories only uh, and you've set let's say a target of 2000 calories a day and all of a sudden you've burned 400 so you're like oh i've got an additional 400 to burn you don't really you could have only burned 200 that session and all of a sudden you're eating 400 calories worth because you think you have that to lose and you're over consuming then on your daily calories and you're wondering why not losing weight it's because of stuff like that and you're constantly thinking how much food do i have to eat throughout the day these two options take it away now once again that could work for you that i mean if if you think about the fact that with your watch or your phone whatever says you've burned 400 calories in a session to not include all those 400 calories in the meal that that day um if, if you take those little pitfalls out of it that that my fitness part and stuff like that could work for you in your goals once again it's all about having restricting your, your your calories right down so with the shape my plan you basically get um i'll tell you what let, let's just go straight in, into into shape my plan right now and, and what you could do with that so we'll start with shape my plan first and um, basically it builds on your eating preferences so you can go into your profile you can set how many calories you want to have each day and then with that by going into your, your your profile on that you can decide whether you're going to burn those calories through three meals a day three meals and one snack three meals and two snacks and whatever it is i will say when you're picking that try and let's say your calorie number is low and 
you're going to have to mess around a little bit on, on finding that calorie number. Try and have an idea of, of how much you normally eat in a week and that be your, your maintenance for, for calories. And then through that, then take 10, 20% off that calorie number. And so you'll, you'll be eating a little bit less. You're going to have to mess around with it. I mean, after two, three weeks, if you're seeing no progress in your results, then you might drop the calorie number a little bit more and go from there. But you have to take note of, of how you're feeling, energy levels, your productivity in, in terms of work and everything else. Because, you know, if you're losing weight, but you've got no energy to do anything at all, is it really worth it? In my opinion, it's not. And you're just going to be, you know, moody and no energy and not be able to do anything else. Whereas if you drop the calories a little bit, you'll lose weight but still be able to like do the, the, the exercises the classes with me the the, the zooms follow along sessions your, your your personal training whatever it is from there so take note on how you're feeling on whatever nutrition plan you you you, you, you feel like doing i've gone on another tangent again haven't i uh what was i getting back to oh yeah um so basically which shape my plan you could put in your three meals a day so let's say you have um Argument's sake, 1,800 calories to use throughout a day. You can split that evenly through three meals, 600 calories in each meal. Or you can have two snacks. But we see what happens when you do two snacks is those three meals drop. So let's say if you have, off the top of my head, 500, 500, 500. And the two snacks, you can only have 150 in each calories to get there. So you have to find a way that makes it work for you and your lifestyle. So the same breakfast, most important meal of the day, take it out the window. If you don't eat much for breakfast, typically then don't try and force feed yourself 600 calories or 800 calories or whatever it is whatever shape my plan tells you go for a lower amount of calories for your breakfast and if the dinner is usually the biggest meal you have of the day then have your more calories for that and and, and a bigger meal there as long as you're not hungry throughout the day leading up to your dinner so it all depends on you and your lifestyle and, and where you're at whether you're a morning person you eat more in the evenings you need to snack throughout the day maybe you are work from home and you know you're always reaching towards get something to eat. you could have it so you set your smaller meals five small meals throughout the day so like every two to three hours you're getting up off the chair laptop and you're going in making a small meal, come back then, and then you know that, okay, I'm not going to um, eat throughout today now because I know in three hours I've got another meal coming. So five small meals may work. Three big meals may work. Two big meals may work. It all depends on, on you, your lifestyle, and what you feel like you could adhere to. So don't, when, when, this is where like, you know, intermittent fasting and stuff comes in. Once again, another way of, of losing calories, and that's like having eight an eight hour eight an eight hour window to eat your two three meals and then 16 hours eating nothing but you could have those let's say once again you're at 1800 calories a day you could have all them in your in your eight hour window and then 16 hours eating nothing or you can spread out throughout the day depends on you once again you and your lifestyle so shape my plan set your eating preferences it sets um how many calories you're gonna have a day after that i'd have a look at the protein if you're a female, make sure you're having at least 100 grams of protein a day. And there's a lot of different changes in that in terms of current body fat, um, age, all the rest. But just for now, let's try and keep it as simple as we can. Make sure that each day that when it breaks down those calories in the meals, that over the course of the day, you're eating 100 grams of protein. If you really, really struggle to have that 100 grams, you get nowhere close with that sort of likes of protein shakes and all the rest come into it. If you're comfortably hitting over 100 grams female, 140 grams female, if you're comfortably hitting over that, well then, you don't really need the protein shakes. I, I, I wouldn't recommend them in that case. You can get it through, through full meals and stuff, uh, proper food at, at home. If you struggle with protein shakes, otherwise don't. So, 
with that said then you'll have you'll have your breakdown of your meals and then through that you could swap and change so if you see like for example in the morning i might say turkey rashers and three eggs and you're like the idea of three boiled eggs i cannot do switch it out for a different breakfast option and keep going from there until you find the full week of of meals that you know you like and hits your calories and, and protein and don't worry too much with the carbs or fats unless carbs is really low fats really high or, or the other way around and you feel like your your energy levels are suffering because of it because the biggest difference between the shape my plan and the booty camp one is going to be in in the carbs you can mess around your carbs in your shape my plan as long as your protein is right but with the booty camp one the carbs are going to be a lot lower and i'll go more into that in a second so once you figure figured out what you want in terms of your meals throughout the rest of the week and you see what you like and you know you're going to be able to adhere to that, then you go to your shopping list, uh, click on that and then that will print out exactly your ingredients you need throughout the week and then it's just a simple case of cooking it. Not so simple in my case. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so basically you just have your full shopping list and then you just once you bring them all in you know that they they will line up your meals and then it's just just that you cover throughout the entire week um so that's shape my plan with that you should have in your emails and stuff a discount code and a way of not this a, a full code full it's free for you guys actually so um you should be able to um, access your your own profile and stuff through that if you're struggling email me sean at coachsean.c.com and i will resend those links onto you from there and how to get that done there's also other benefits and stuff you can get through as well um you can get membership benefits discounts from places like the health store sketchers and the run hub as well i think so um yep more things through that one so um booty camp one the booty camp there's the fun one um so the booty camp plan is not for everyone it is a elimination diet i have done this before i have struggled through the, the first two three days i always find there's a time where i just need to nap and then once i get through that during the day i feel a lot better i find i find it's easier for myself personally hang on sorry about that water break throat's getting real dry and um, i find it's easier for me personally to have lower carbs in general most if i'm cooking myself there'll be three times where on my plate there's there's not any carbs and i find probably because i've done the boot camp diet a, a few times i find my energy levels and stuff are okay and i find my body's used to that we're not saying carbs is bad here once again going back to the shape my plan carbs can help feel the feel the body um but you can also get fuel from fat and all the rest through that oh I suppose in, in a way you, you, you can but it, it, that's it's very dicey um talking about it that way yeah I I, I basically if you're going on the booty camp diet you gotta write down how you're feeling each day you gotta take note of how you're feeling each day with the lower carbs and how you're functioning and if you're not functioning too good then I have a little bit of sugar in there to keep yourself going a small bit of sugar here and there um or a small bit of carbs here and there you're not gonna completely derail yourself so um, I, I sometimes if I'm struggling I'll, I'll have a bit of uh, you know some carbs in a meal here and there if I have one carb in a meal every six meals something like that and I'm on track 80-90% of the time I'm not going to do myself any damage one one bad meal not even a bad meal one meal where I break it a little bit is not going to is not going to ruin my whole uh, success or, or it's not going to define the whole success or failure of the diet by breaking it once every now and then 
The exception to that is if you're using it for elimination purposes. So uh, elimination diet, which is what the booty camp diet is, um, finding out what foods and stuff don't agree with you. So we, we've dairy out of it in week one. That's the reason dairy and fruits and stuff out in week one. You could have a different reaction to them in week two. Some people have known before during the booty camp diet, they feel more bloated. They get the little pot belly and stuff comes out. Uh, one, one person in particular time they had a cappuccino on the second week, all of a sudden they, they just saw their body kind of get inflamed. Just... I won't say blow up, but they that's that was their their term was I did my pop belly on it, and I was they they put it down to the, the dairy and having the cappuccino and stuff like that. So if you're using it for elimination purposes, brilliant. And um, if not, then feel free to add stuff throughout the week if you feel like you definitely need it. Because if if don't let don't be using a diet that that completely disrupts the rest of your life, work, puts you in an awful mood and all the rest throughout the entire week. With that said, in week one, it's going to have a look really quick. So we have a, we have a full guide which goes through why we're doing week one as well as that is a quick start guide. So the quick start guide pretty much is your um, the, the success principles for it and as well as that, it has your shopping list of what you can and what you can eat in week one. It also gives you measurement charts and stuff like that. So with week, week one, phase one of the guidelines, you can eat anything from that shopping list and with that, we recommend three meals a day and so you're not overeating as well as one emergency meal if you need to. Don't eat anything that's not on the, list, on the list and let me know if you have any questions on that. So you have all your different all your different protein sources, your vegetables, your fats. Um, have a look at it. Liquids are pretty much coffee, tea, herbals uh, and water. So it's yeah, it, it is pretty tough week one. There, there's no two ways about it. It is pretty tough. Do what you can with it. Week two, it gets a little bit easier. Week two, we start to add in more fruits, dairy, all the rest from there. And if you can get to there, you, you are flying. So like I said, near the very start of this, you're going to have um, a big weight loss in week one because pretty much, if you're going to overeat on anything, you're pretty much going to overeat on carbs. You know, your different you know, potatoes and all, all the rest like that. It's, it's just a lot easier to overeat in that than it is to overeat on protein. It's a lot harder to get... It's it's hard for some people to get 100 grams of protein in a day or 140 if you're a male. So if you overeat a little bit on the protein and you get 100, you know, 110 grams or 150 grams, male, female, 120, that's not necessarily a bad thing, especially if it means you're, you're limiting your carbs and your fats. Um, it, it's going to be a lot harder to... To, to gain weight if you're overeating on, on protein but if you're having stupid 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 amounts of protein having weight gainers and all the rest with that to have that lace of protein i suppose lace of carbs as well um if you overeat on anything you are going to 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 gain weight so that's pretty much it on the the the, the, the booty camp diet i know it's something in my head i meant to say there um cannot think of it right now but yeah so basically that's that that's it on 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 shape my plan on the booty camp diet if there was uh, someone at on shape my plan or booty camp you went sean that doesn't resonate me doesn't make too much sense i don't agree with that for whatever reason great don't do it do the other half then go with that then um and then best luck your success as always email me uh throughout your progress in this oh the other thing i was meant to say um, now that I was talking about measurement stuff through the booty camp diet, use your fitness app. Use the, the, the fitness app to put in your, your details, put in your, your before and after photos. Once again, they won't be used on any social media. They are kept on, on that app 
Um, use your that for your measurements as well. Measurements are going to be so much more important than weight. Don't be taking your weight every day. Probably not even every week. I'd say every second week. Unless, you, unless you're in a beauty camp diet, probably take it after the first week. But the other one, you could probably leave it two weeks. If you feel like your clothes are getting looser, great, fantastic. There's no need to check your weight. If, if your clothes are getting looser, then like you don't walk around with whatever that number is on, on the scales up above your head. Sometimes you think you're doing great and you step on it and you haven't seen the scales change that much. You're like, well, feck this anyway. Even though your clothes are looser, you feel better, but the number doesn't look different. You're like, am I making progress? Well, yeah, I mean, your clothes are getting looser. Of course, you're making progress, but you might feel like that. It might put you on a downer. It might make you binge eat something and all of a sudden you feel a lot worse and you're going back down a slippery slope. So, don't be checking your weight every day. A lot of stuff can can alter that weight. It's time of day it could change. Sometimes you just need to go to the bathroom that could change that weight by, by a certain amount. So have, yeah, just basically don't keep checking that all the time. Trust the process you're doing. Give it time. Progress is a slow process. Give it time. You'll get there. Like I said, you don't have to achieve everything in January. It's a long year. If you build it out slowly over long-term success, start slowly change your habits. Don't overhaul everything in the one go. You will get there and you will achieve your goals. So that has been me talking for the last 21, 22 minutes there. So I am going to wrap it up there. Um, I suppose if you, if you aren't a, a member of Bootcamp or you haven't got a... Um, you're not an online client of mine um, and you're interested after listening to all this you must be interested you're listening to, to 21, 22 minutes of me talking about it and it does make sense to you drop me an email I will forward you on the details for that online challenge or if you are in the Castanock area um, no the Castanock area actually I want to keep that to just bootcamp and previous bootcamp members until we get to February we're hopefully back into the hall again just because we've got a lot of different stuff with that with resistance bands and everything else uh, and the online training and when we're coaching together on zoom on mondays and wednesdays at seven o'clock i just feel like for a new person jump to just jump in on that is it is pretty tough whereas the online coaching it's more one-to-one yourself and yourself uh going through your specific goals and working with what you have in, in your house to to get that that training planned in towards those specific goals so with that said that's gonna be pretty much for me happy new year to all you guys hope you had a great christmas made the most of what it was and um, i had a very good christmas actually yeah i am I was very happy with it. Uh, glad to be back, getting back into work and stuff again. Hopefully in February we, we are doing that boot camp in the hall. Cannot wait to get back into a, into a hall and training people one-to-one in small groups and everything else once again. So hopefully this January this lockdown flies by and COVID becomes a distant memory as we get into throughout the rest of 2021. Maybe that's over-optimistic, but sure, that's the only way we can start this year off. So that's it for me. Thanks again for listening from Coach Sean. Take care.